Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. It's Tuesday. It's just after 9 p.m. Eastern. Where else are you going to be? Here with us with the Scobro Show. I am Dave Schofield, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And with me, as always, is my old big brother, Rich. Rich, how you doing? Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Sorry, I, I, I've, I've got a, you're, you're, uh, you, you now match the number of ingredients in the, in Hines ketchup. Is, it, is that how that works now? No, no. <laughs> nice try. Right? Nice no. try. Is it, is it Hines? Is it 40 or is it 50? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. What's the 47? I know there's a 47 somewhere. Sorry. Um, got to put that out there. Talked about you for a long time on the hangover last night. I don't know if you caught that or not, because yesterday, as someone already put in the live chat, I got to put it up here. Um, can't, can't, I don't know who was first. Um, well, it's here. Steeler chick, 46. It's her birthday today. And yesterday was your birthday. Wow, you guys are right there. Um, but yeah, they talked about that for a while. Uh, last night, I couldn't find the one. I'm sorry. It's just too much to do. So did you have a good day? You have a good birthday? Yeah, birthday was yesterday. Yeah. And um, let's you see. Go fishing? The, kids, <laughs> the kids were, both the kids were off from school. Renee took off work to take Alexandra and her friend prom dress shopping. Aww. And I and I went to work. And you went to work for your birthday. Yep. 
So that happens. That's how most people. It's okay, act. though. I'm taking tomorrow off. Kyle and I are going fishing. There you go. Take tomorrow off and go fishing. So, and uh, it was nice to see you over the weekend in person and not just through the screen. Um, because see, you also share a birthday with uh, your twin niece and nephew, which is pretty cool. Um, cool. So it's Steeler time. Let's get to Steelers news. And do you know what? What's going on right now with Steelers news? Um, no, you heard the big I news don't. today, right? No, I probably didn't. Because there wasn't any. There's not much going on right now. This is the lull, the ultimate lull well, in free agency. No, Go ahead. Hold on. Here's what happened today. I read this morning a story. I want to say it was Schefter or somebody reporting that they felt the Steelers were going to be the landing spot for Sam Darnold. And not more than an hour and a half later, <laughs> it's not. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, that might have been your report, and I'm like, no, no, not going to happen. No, probably not. Wrong. Next thing you know, Carolina. There goes Mr. Darnold. Good. Yeah. I'm so that's hold on the guy. That's interesting, just because it changes the dynamic of the first round of what yes, people will be looking for. So to say, oh, this has nothing to do with the Steelers. It could change who's drafting who and what and everything else. Yep. I'll be honest with you. I ran a mock draft, and this is something we're going to talk about later. I ran a mock draft. I didn't finish it because I just wanted to see kind of how it was and, and, and how it falls. It's funny. I, I Sometimes I get two to three rounds into a mock draft. And I'm like, this isn't going how I want. I'm getting rid of it. Because of the trade, the Steelers at 24 had the option of drafting Justin Fields in my one mock draft. Yeah. I'm like – I don't think that's going to happen on draft night, but that we'll, we'll talk about some of those scenarios um, going on. Um, so it's funny because someone mentioned something here about uh, about about Stephen Nelson. Uh, yeah, this I saw that. Pittsburgh says Stephen Nelson was winding on a radio interview. Actually, Stephen Nelson just tweeted out um, calling out a, a Pittsburgh Steelers beat reporter um, for spreading rumors about him. I actually just reached out to Stephen Nelson about 20 minutes ago. Actually, it was yeah, probably 15, 20 minutes ago and heard yeah, back 15, from him 20 minutes. and told him, hey, if you want to put your story out there, all you got to do is let me know. And Stephen Nelson says he's getting he's he's got a he's gonna have a copy of it that he's gonna tweet out and he would appreciate the retweet. I said, Well, we'll do it. So uh I thought that was interesting. But um, so that was a little bit of news, just kind of what how it went down. There was a report that you know they didn't even talk extension with them. I don't know. I did. I've. It's so much speculate speculation at this point, um, and the fact that the the two have parted ways. I'm not. You know, it's not going to be a big focus. So um, we've got some some other needs and stuff going on. I also wanted to bring it up because it was kind of fun. I got to tell you the story. Um, on Sunday, I ran an article about how. It, it, it's funny because Jeff Jeff Hartman, you know Jefferson Bartholomew Hartman, co-editor behind the Steel your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. He asked me, he's like, "All right, so um, he's like, did you get an email for season ticket holders?" I said, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, what's going on?" I'm like, "Oh, it didn't say much. It just said, you know, ticket prices aren't going up, and 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 um, that you know, all, other than the fact that there's going to be a ninth regular season game." And and no, and only one preseason game. So the only thing that's changing is the difference in the price of those two games and all that. And just like that's a story, you should write that. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. That's a good story for me to write. Well, 
<laughs> my story actually got quoted by pro by Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk. If you later on Sunday, and it's funny because we saw similar stories to mine floating out late Sunday, floating around late Sunday night, and just like uh, these people were taking your story, I'm like, really? And they didn't quote me or anything. Uh, some did, some did, but some didn't. Um, the same person that got called out by Stephen Nelson. Sorry. Um, but that's because I didn't realize about the pro football talk story. They were taking it from that story. And I didn't realize that no one had had really got that news out there that they didn't, that the Steelers did not raise their prices for their season tickets this year, which in turn means their single game tickets. So that was pretty cool. And that was an article I wasn't even going to do, except it was Jeff's idea. So, um, so that, that was pretty cool. So. I had to text you about that one and be like, hey, I just got mentioned by Mike Florio. So that's pretty pretty sweet. Yep. Other than that, not really much going on. And that's kind of a good thing. You don't want to be, you don't want to hear Steelers in the news for the wrong reasons. You know, there's some teams out there that are dealing with that. So um, I don't know about you. The main thing is we're in April. You ready for this draft? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> I wish it was tomorrow. <laughs> I wish it was tomorrow too. Yep. Yeah. So bottom line is I uh, <laughs> pay Dave. <laughs> no, they didn't take my story. story. I think they quoted they my story and linked back to behind the steel curtain.com. So it was great. So, which is what we also try to do when we cover other people's stories as well. So let's talk draft because what else is there to talk about? Did, one question before we dive into this topic, because this is going to be this is going to be some fun tonight. Do you think the Steelers make it, make another free agent move at this point, or or do you think they might be wiser to wait till after the draft? One to know what they get in the draft, and two to not count against the compensatory formula. Yeah, I would imagine they're probably done for now. I think they may wait till the draft unless something just. It would have to be something that they're just like, oh, wow, hey, this is a really player we kind of would like to get a hold of and can do it for a really good deal and yeah, kind of can't pass on. Other than that, I doubt it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I right now, from what I've gathered from overthecap.com, any salary that comes out to an, a yearly average of Two million or less is not counting in the compensatory formula. So whether it's because they're doing it specifically for that or not, if the Steelers make any kind of signing, I don't see it having more than that amount of salary attached to it. If you know what I mean, does that make sense? Yes, that does make sense. But I mean, I know a lot of people. I wouldn't mind seeing um, the outlaw Jesse James uh, back in a Steelers uniform. That's one I know that's mentioned in the live chat. Um, Carl Joseph, uh, the safety that was drafted in the first round by the Raiders and then played last year with the with the Browns, he came in for a visit. Um, no news on that. So usually when you get no news, there's not movement there, but that might be something that they're keeping in mind for later. So I th there's a good chance that what we're talking about now when it comes to the draft might hold true by the time the draft gets here. Um, but of course it might not. So what we're going to do tonight is I had an interesting article today. It was actually, I, I did a follow-up because I did one over the weekend 
asking the question of was inside linebacker or outside linebacker the, the bigger team need, whether free agents or through the draft. And because of that, I'm like, well, maybe I should go to the defensive side of the ball. No, I was on the defensive side. The offensive side of the ball, sorry. So I've raised the question of center or running back. So that's that's a that's an article right now uh, at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and it's got a lot of comments on it right now. I think the last I checked, it was like over – I think it was over 120. So, yeah, the, yeah, like 124 comments on it right now. And there's a poll question in there asking about it. So – but the bottom line is, is both positions were one of need. So what I thought we would talk about tonight is the Steelers are scheduled to have eight draft picks. What positions? Yep. We're not going to – we'll get to it eventually. But what positions do you think are going to fill out those eight picks? So I asked Rich to come up with a list. I've got my own list here. I don't want you to see it too much. And we're going to look at our lists in no particular order to check off what positions we think the Steelers might draft. Then we'll look at some questions with that, maybe look at where we think they could go later on. But let's just look at this list. You ready to do this, Rich? Yep. You can go anywhere you want to right off the bat. Give me one position, you know, and you might want to go with the one that you're most confident in. Give me a position you believe the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to draft in the 2021 NFL draft. Yeah, I don't know how confident I am. Anyway, so I got a lot of them here. Um, the Steelers will draft the center in the draft. The Steelers will draft a center, and that is also one that I had on my list because something I brought up today was not only do they have a need at the top of their depth chart, they are, they have – an opening on the actual, you know, they only have two guys. So it's right. not like they don't have, you know, it's one of those things where they do need more bodies at that position and they could really use an infusion towards the top of the, of the, of the depth chart. The only yeah. question is, is how high they're going to go with that. And we'll get to that. So center, do you want to do another one or do you want me to throw one out? Nope. You throw one out and I'll tell you if I have it. Okay. I have offensive tackle. Um, Yes, I will take that. I have offensive tackle slash guard. I was looking for one of those like dualies. You know, oh, I mean, you, oh, so you want to? Okay, so you're you would like you specifically would like to have a player with position flexibility. Now, sometimes you get that flexibility between guard and center, but you're thinking of guys that are like that could be guard tackles. There's a couple of them out there. A couple of them high on yes, the draft. So you 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 would like to see them take a guy that has. That, that, that could end up with either. I think the Steelers, I mean, you could be looking for maybe a couple years down the line with David DeCastro. I think they're set with their starting guards for this year. So, I think they are too, which is why yeah. I'm leaning towards an offensive tackle, but a guy that could but if maybe it's someone slide, that could slide later on there, the guard. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, yeah, that's good. That's great. All right. So that's one that we kind of, kind of agree on as well. Next up, well, I'm going to let you go. Yep. Uh, Steelers will take a cornerback. A cornerback. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, I had that one as well. <laughs> yeah, of course <laughs> that, you did. That that they that chances are they will do that if nothing else for depth. Yep. Could they pass on it and 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 look to go undrafted free agent? They could. They could. But I think they'll probably draft one. 
So, yeah. So, all right. So, um, there we go. I got that checked off. You went to defense. I'll go defense. Okay. Outside linebacker slash edge rusher. Yep. I have one of those as well. Yep. So that obviously, I mean, the Steelers only have three guys. Yep. Um, so you've got to, you, you've got to get somebody else there. So, and I've heard other people say it. I kind of brought it up in my article over the weekend. You need an Alex Highsmith for 2020 Alex Highsmith. Yep. You need someone in that role. So, yep. and I don't think Cassius Marsh is ready for that role. I'm, I'm still telling you, I'm not shocked if he makes this team because he does do well on special teams, but I really don't want him to be, I, you know, he's the kind of guy that I'd like to have out there at outside linebacker uh, when, when there's three minutes left in the game and the score is 35 to seven. Yep. So, but that's just me. All right. So there we go. So, so far we both have center. Offensive tackle, you said slash guard, you'd like some some position flexibility there. Cornerback and outside linebacker. We are very agreeable so far. Yep. So there's four down and four to go. What do you got? In the 2021 <laughs> NFL draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers will take a running back. Yeah, I think they will too. I think they will too. Um, and I've said this with this one, go big or go home. Um, I said in my article today, do you want to keep throwing mid-round draft pick running backs out there year after year after year after year? Yep. So I would not mind, you know, the more time goes on, the more I'm like, if you that's what you need to do, that's what you need to do. So that, that'll be interesting. I, of course, also had running back. You ready? So we're five Here's, for five here. Five for five. I said, and I'm going to go with one that's more of a flyer. I, I think they're going to add an inside linebacker. I had that as well. Uh, did you? All right. I did. Okay. So I think they will. I, and that's a position that I would love for them to either go big or go home. But the more I look at it and more they haven't been able to depend on UG3, I think he's going to struggle to make the roster. Um, they do have some – if they don't, they have some other options out there in free agency and things that they could do. But I think if the right one's there, I, I could see them pulling the trigger there um, at some point. All right? So that's six. We've got two left, and we're like in total agreement so far. All right? Here's where we probably... This is probably where we'll get off. Okay, let's see. I think the Steelers will draft the safety. You say safety. Ooh. I did not have safety on my list. I did not figure you would have safety on your list. I did not. I expect the safety late. Just Okay, I can see that. Clear on that. I can see that. You ready? For Yep, go. So I could I could completely see that because, you know, looking at the depth chart, it would it would make sense. Safety was one in my mind that I had that I think that they're going to that if nothing else they they'll go undrafted free agent. Correct. So, if they don't so draft one, they will do that, but it wouldn't surprise me if they drafted one late. You ready? Yep. Tight end. 
I did not have tight end. You did not have tight end. No. They've got Eric Ebron and um as the the I almost called him the late grade. As Lance Williams used to say, dash guys. Now, I don't know if Gentry's really a dash guy. I mean, he was a fifth round pick. So that's to me, that's you know, if they don't pan out, they don't pan out. That's just kind of how it goes. And he was injured last season. Kevin Rader came on, played well on special teams, but man, do you really want one of those guys as your other guy in a two tight end set? Do you really want one of those guys to be your number one guy if Ebron misses a game? That's why I think they, they've got to do something there. And I don't think this is an extremely large tight end class. I really don't. Um, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if they at least try to get someone else in the room. So, all right. So we've got we, – we've made it each through seven. We finally started disagreeing. You've got one position left. I've got one position left. You ready to go? Sure. All right. With your final position to list out of what the Steelers will take with their eight draft picks, you have a quarterback. You have a quarterback. I do. Ah! I've taken a quarterback in a lot of mock drafts. So I could see that. We're going to talk about that. Um, that that to me is something that would completely, completely depend on how the draft plays out. Yep. Um, exactly. So there's a couple. Believe it or not, there's a couple mid round guys. You're talking. That's why you were telling Ellen me to Mon, pick. Eight. You're talking. What's what's the other? What's the name? I think is it Wake Forest in the quarter. I can't remember. Um, yeah, that's that that's interesting. Now, I'm going to do something, and I hope you don't get upset because this was not against the rules. I hope you didn't think it was against the rules. Do you know what I have for my eighth? Um, you put in it, they would trade it. No. Oh, okay. I put in outside linebacker. Oh, no. I was prepared to potentially Double put one. to it. At okay. one point in time, I had positions that I was thinking they might draft to. Yeah. But did did but, not end up going with two anywhere. Yeah, I went with outside linebacker slash edge rusher again because, like I say, they only have three. Now, they might not do that. They might not do that. They could look for undrafted free agent there. Sure. Um, let's list – let's right now, before we get into where we think these guys might, you know, where these different positions, we we could see where they would fall. Give me some positions we haven't mentioned that you that you could see as a as – or even the ones that we did mention that you that you could see as uh, potential for them trying to grab an undrafted free agent. Uh, you're going to see him probably some more undrafted free agent offensive linemen. I was I was going to say that. I think you get at least two more. Yep, I, I would, would be say. shocked if you draft two and pick up two as undrafted free agents. Um, and I, I think. Outside linebacker will be in that group if they don't draft two of them for sure. Yep. I like safety for that group. I like punter. And I can see that. I like punter for an undrafted free agent. I, I almost said they were going to draft a punter just for Jeff. <laughs> I almost I did too. I almost <laughs> did that just to mess with Jeff. To say, oh, you got to draft a punter because Jeff because Jeff despises Jordan Berry and you got to do something yep. about it. So uh that that was uh quite interesting. So the, the thing is, 
out of these positions, you listed eight. Sorry if I'm banging things around. You listed eight. I listed eight. How many of them would you be okay with that they took on Thursday night? Out of your eight, so I, I will give everyone a reminder of what your eight would, what your eight was. You know what? Why don't we just go through it one, one, one at a time? And I'll ask you. I'll ask you. Okay, you're, you're holding up five fingers, so I, mm-hmm. I can see that. I'm going to ask you one by reason, one through your picks. The reason being, some of these they might only do mm-hmm. if they could take them on Thursday night. Okay, so center. Correct. You think they could possibly go center? Um, yep. in the first round. Okay. Uh, tackle slash guard. Yep. Yep. I can see that too. Cornerback. Yes. That was the third. Uh, that one was there. Yeah. Because if, if the right one that you, you didn't expect to be there is there there, let's just say this. I don't see them reaching for a corner in round one. They don't need to, but nope. if they're like all of a sudden like, Oh yeah, this is someone, you know, how do I say it? They didn't expect Rod Woodson to be there when they drafted, and he was. So if right. you have more of that kind of one of the some of those guys that they're talking about that they're thinking could even go in the top 10, definitely the top 15, and they're sitting there at 24, I could totally see that. Sure. Outside linebacker slash head rusher. I don't think so, no. I don't think so either. And I've done I mean, I even had to do it's funny. I'm running out of players to highlight for mock draft Monday articles because I've covered so many of them. And then so many people were picking people that have already been covered that I've done. So I'm like, I got to kind of find one that's a little bit out, out there. Oh man, did I rip this one up? Because I mean, they had inside linebacker Micah Parsons from Penn State falling to the Steelers and the Steelers not taking them and taking a 4 3 edge rusher instead. And I was like, no, 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 no. Not as bad as PFFs the week before where they had Steelers going edge rusher, edge rusher, when you had both the top center and all three top quarterbacks still on the board in round two. They had them yeah. take a second edge rusher. So just crazy, just crazy. Okay, so we said no for an outside linebacker. Um, I'm, I'm agreeing with you there. Running back. First round. Running, running back, I said yes. I say yes to, I like I say, I've never been a fan of it in recent years. Never in recent years. Boy, that's that's a Dave answer, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> but in more recently, I haven't been a fan of, of doing that just because I don't think that there's the longevity there in their in their career. And but if you're gonna, it's almost to a point, if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it. So uh what about inside linebacker? I don't think so. I will say the yes. Only, the only <laughs> way it, it's a it, like it and corner were the two that I were hedging on. Like I had my four, and I was hedging on those two because that basically has to come down to somebody you're not expecting to be there is there. Yeah. Yeah. So th- that's. That's why I think it's a possibility because honestly, let's just say this. If there's nobody, I mean, I'm I'm sure there are, but because it's not the big need for the Steelers, there's no one at edge that blows me away in this draft. They're like, oh my goodness, I could can't believe you know the Steelers could get so and so. Um, there just isn't. Um, 
no one that blows me away at we'll get to it tight end you know right. other than Pitts who isn't going to be there you know what I'm saying yep I mean if he is there please run your card okay yeah so yeah that's that's just that's just what it is um but inside linebacker I feel has some game-changing players that are ranked in the top 24 that if one of them was the best player for the Steelers that I was a that I think they should do it in order to really sure up the middle of the defense I don't think they have to but I think they could you know what I'm saying right. yeah. yes so I, we could be there what about safety you had safety no no, I don't see him taking a safety in the first round. They have two first round safeties already. Exactly. And I just had another one in in to visit over the you know at the end of last week. And, and here we go. Quarterback. Yes. If the right one falls, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, the Steelers could shock. I wouldn't have said that. I wouldn't have said that today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. before the Sam Darnold trade. Yeah. I just think that the your probabilities of, of somebody potentially falling there that you didn't think you could get went up with that trade. So mm-hmm. yeah. We we will see. Yeah, I you know, teams are trying to all play it hush hush and everything else. Um I just lost my mouse. I couldn't bring up the super chat. <laughs> we have a super chat here from Frodo Watt. Uh, throws a dollar ninety nine into the tip jar and says, "What would you give in a trade for Stefan Gilmore?" I don't know that I would. Um, a half eaten pizza? No. Um, and even then, I don't know. That, I don't know. Yeah, depends how hungry I am. A six? I, I, well, I don't. I don't think I want to take on the salary. I think he's got a pretty good salary. Is the problem? You know what I mean? Yep. So that's that's the thing. Um, I did see something earlier. I don't remember who it was. Said something about before long the NFL is going to be uh, with 18 games since they expanded to 17. They can't in this under this CBA. It was written into this CBA that runs through 2030 that they cannot add any more than 17 regular season games. So unless the NFL PA comes asking for it, which <laughs> – yeah, I don't think I that's that gonna happen. So um yeah, very very interesting, very interesting. So we looked at some of these picks and where we thought they would they would fall. Um, we're gonna come back and 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 maybe look at day two versus day three with some of them. Uh, but before we do that, we're gonna go ahead and and do our break. Uh, end part one, roll on to part two, where we'll talk about some of these positions, you know, because we've talked about it of you know, they will, you know, oh, would you take them in in the first round? You've got you've got a couple day two picks that you got to think about there as well. Um, yep. and, and it's really interesting how it could all, all play out. We'll do that. We'll take some questions from you all, and then we'll have our big question at the end. So if you're listening in audio form, go ahead and click on over to part two. And if you're here with us on YouTube or Facebook, uh, hold on for a few seconds and we'll be right back. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. 
Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.